Hey, welcome back to the Random Rant Generator. This is the, I think I was the left titty, and then we've got the saggy titties, and there's another titty. <laughs> so, a bunch of titties. Uh, oh, we got... How, should we do housekeeping, or do you want to save that for a commercial? We have some housekeeping that we're going to do real quick. Um, I just wanted to talk to you about following us on Twitter. Mm. You should follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is... At Random Rantcast. Yes. So at Random Rantcast. Uh, retweet us, favorite our tweets, um, send our tweeter to all your friends and family. Also, you could email us if you want. Our email address is randomrentgenerator at hotmail.com. Hotmail? We're too good for Yahoo, but not good enough for Gmail. (laughs) Okay, so, um... I was curious. Do we do we have any? Do you have account? Do we have any tw- new Twitter followers? I, I, I'm so glad you you asked that, Milkhead. Uh, yes, we actually have two new followers. Uh, pretty Who sure are they? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure they're both gonna spam the living shit out of it, whatever they're selling right now. But their names are James McAllister or at James M Online and uh, Zariah Silverio or at Silverio Zariah. Um, uh, one is definitely a porn account, and the other is definitely uh, advertising a small business huh. um, with exactly as many followers as they have uh, <laughs> uh, following. It is, we are on the pinnacle of shitposting, and it's fantastic. Nice. I'm, I'm all for it. Nice. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you both for uh, following us, uh, except if one of if your bots, in which case... I mean, thank you for following for, us. Thank you for following us anyway. Yeah. I'm so glad you found us in our fucking like cesspool of whatever the fuck Twitter is. You know what? I'm just glad that bots are out here doing work for us. Right? You because know what I mean? They'll eventually follow. More will follow us. More will follow us, and yep. then the algorithm's gonna pick us up. Exactly. Before you know, exactly. Jesus will follow us. It's, and Jesus, all of the Jesuses will follow us. All right? right? <laughs> From Jesus to Jesus. Lord willing. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, so do yeah. we have any emails? I think we have an email, right? Yeah, we have a new email from Rosie again. Rosie emailed us again? Yeah. Oh, Rosie! You just thinking about me? I mean, definitely our best friend uh, in this podcast. It doesn't say which one of us she's thinking about. Uh, me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's me. So, wants it's to know, fine. what is your, not <laughs> your or mine, favorite <laughs> bread and why? Mm. Pita to rye to sourdough to corn, discuss. Mm. And, of course, ending it with the world's worst pun, Rosie is riveted to know. Winky face. Fantastic. Love it. Rosie, you're you're the homie to the cast, my friend. Rosie, you're such a peach. Thank you for (laughs) the winky. Thank you for the winky face. Thank you for the rosy cheeks. Oh. Um, Cheeks of rose. So, today's cut. Oh, we have to answer that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did promise that if somebody emailed, we'd talk about it. Yeah. Well, we just did. Well, hold on. Let me let me make the joke. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite bread is free bread. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) Hawaiian bread, bitches. Anyway, uh, so I I think I think it'd be my favorite bread is toast. Moving on. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Fair enough. And that was this episode. Thank you all for coming. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Now, what I want to talk about, or should I say we all are going to talk about, is martial arts. Ow! Ow! Shut up. Dude, no Bitch, karate chopping. Just... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Keep My eyes yourself. are too strong for your 
frail skin, non-martial person. Anyway, um, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about the? Did you hear about the guy who the hillbilly uh, who met some martial artists? You heard that joke? No. Uh, man, I can't remember exactly, but something about like somebody's like, oh, there's a judo chop from Japan, and then like somebody else is like. Yeah, that's a karate chop from Korea. Like the the part of the joke is that all the places are wrong. So right. I just want to go ahead and say that. Right, <laughs> um, fair enough. And then like this hillbilly's like watching this thing happen and just like comes up and just like clang hits somebody over the head and they're knocked <laughs> out cold and he says, When it comes to tell them it's a crowbar from Sears. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so totally bad martial art joke. <laughs> Hey, that's fucking Just remember, genius, right? Just remember, next time you do a fight, look somebody down in the eyes and be like, I know judo, karate, and four other Japanese words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Actually, that, I mean, that could be a great, a, a great, a great starting point. Is what, what, um, what would you guys consider to be uh, martial arts? I think that's great. Um, yeah. you know, martial arts. I think the the two the two we can parse the term yeah. martial and arts, right? Martial, mm-hmm. martial law. There's a lot that we can get into with where we're using a lot up, using our body, um, and then the arts of it. Yeah, basically. The, so, the, the the fancy parts, the one where you know where to do the fucking hand, the hand collar sure. thing, the pressure points. And yeah, the broken like under, death grip. Yeah, understanding the systems of the body to right. control. Yeah, it's really it's really what martial arts are about is yeah. is understanding control and um and space pressure yeah. pressure differences you know you got to put pressure in the right spot and you have to allow for the pressure to move somewhere right so 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 for me uh when I you know when I think about <clears throat> what is a martial art I think that there's a few things that people don't consider martial arts that absolutely fall into the category. Uh, a couple that I'd like to throw out there are capoeira, yeah, which is a martial art that was uh, out of necessity disguised as a dance form. Right. Um, and another one being tai chi tron, yeah, which people just call tai chi, right? Um, yeah. Which is people think of like. Uh, Tai Chi more closely related to yoga, but it's actually a martial art, and it's one of the more difficult martial arts because it's a slow pace. And now a lot of people think of like, oh, my grandma does Tai Chi, right? Um, and right, and it's great for 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 also body types yeah. because that's what that's what Tai Chi is about, and that's what martial arts are about are having control over your body mm. in an artistic way. And yeah. sometimes that artistic way means... Murder a motherfucker who uh, decides to impede on your rights as a human being. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, like I was thinking... Yeah, 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 sure, so. right? Yeah. You know, I'm thinking more like in a, in a friendly competition, right. we can see who has the better gong fu. It's right. like a thing, right? Like, oh, my clan's gong fu is better than your clan's gong fu. And, and, and that's a way that martial arts progressed through the years. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's about control and, uh, and I like, I like to say it's about pressure differences. We can get into that more later though, but it's all about, you know, creating areas of high pressure so that you can move somebody to an area of low pressure. 
Mm. Yeah, kind of like uh, well, that's wrestling. Well, that's all martial arts. It's, yeah, you know, I, mean, I gotta, I gotta put my balance on this foot so that I can yeah. move your body this way. Yeah, you definitely know. huge in like jujitsu and. So when you're talking about that, each martial art is trying to address a different part of the body, in its strength. Yeah. So, for example, you're talking about wrestling, and one of the ideas behind wrestling is, I'm using my body as a fulcrum. Mm-hmm. And I'm using your weight and strength mm-hmm. against you. Yeah. And so I'm trying to do the least amount I possibly can to have the largest movement on you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, I hate to do it this way, but break it up into two different philosophies. Mm-hmm. There's the defensive philosophy and there's the aggressive philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, let's be fair, that's not everything, but let's just make it really simple. Yeah. Um, so like I learned um, Kali. Yeah. Kali is a very aggressive martial art. Yeah. Kali is not about sitting back. Kali is about using the distance between you for there to be less movement for the other person in yeah. that space. It's about absorbing the space and claiming all of it for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also done Aikido. Mm-hmm. Aikido is the polar opposite. Yeah. Where the idea behind Aikido is to create as much space between you as possible. Yeah. And to whenever you can. Like, you know, uh, there's the four tenets in Aikido, which is, like, basically walk away. Mm-hmm. If you can't walk away, talk to them and try to calm them down, then walk away. Mm-hmm. Next one is put them on the ground and then walk away. Mm-hmm. And the last one is, like, an actual engagement beyond that. Yeah. And it's the entire philosophy of I'm going to teach you something to defend yourself, but our first step in learning this is you don't need it to defend yourself. Right. Because you should first be aware of what situations you're putting yourself into. Which right. is control of the situation. Hey, exactly. It's a whole art in itself. Yeah. You know what so, I mean? Right. So yeah. like when you're talking about martial arts, the ones that are more flashy, the ones that are the ones that get a lot more of like known, you know, your like you said earlier. Capoeira. Cap not capoeira. What you said. What I said? Yeah. Oh, Muay Thai? Muay Thai. Yeah. Muay Thai. Uh, Muay Thai is not flat well I might be flashy. It's flashy. pretty Kali it's is flashy. Um, yeah. And then you have Krav Maga, oh. which is basically destroy by all means necessary. Um, yeah. How can I incapacitate you with the least amount of effort possible? Mm. And I think I think a, a good tie-in um, is Jeet Kune Do is very similar. Yeah. Jeet Kune Do is, uh, I'm just going to assume you don't know, it's uh, Bruce Lee's uh, philosophy and martial no, art that he ended up coming up with. And kind of the idea is, basically, to recap what Joel said, I'm going to try to avoid a, a fight, a confrontation. I'm going to try and talk you down. Uh, I might try to disable you if necessary. Mm-hmm. But really, the idea is, if I do get into a fight, I want it to be over and done with mm-hmm. and finalized as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a large part of like how, how my tie uh, approaches it. Yeah. Uh, Krav Maga approaches it. It's like we're not in a confrontation, uh, in a competition. We're not yeah. here to see who has the most beautiful spin kick right. uh, because you get 10 extra points for pointing your toes. Right. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. However, in a yeah. practical application, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, in a practical application where you're actually using this as a means of control for you to live, yeah. then you need to go into one of these more aggressive, assertive styles. Yeah. Um, whereas if you're doing a competition, you're in a boxing match or mm. whatever, you know, you're at the uh, karate dojo, then 
you're going to use something a little bit more flashy. You're going to do something for the judges, for the crowd. It's a show. It's more right. art. Right. And so right. that's where we get into these two uh, uh, aspects of yeah. martial arts. Yeah. And kind of going down that road is that what is the reason for using it? Like yeah. traditionally, if you're going to use um, like a martial art, there's normally every single one has the first same, like the first step is basically the same in every single martial art. Mm-hmm. And that is... What we're going to do for the next couple of weeks is we're going to teach you how to fall. Yeah. We're going to consistently have you fall from every known possible way yep. because when we go to step two, your partner is going to be throwing you mm. and we want to make sure you're safe. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's personal. It's personal safety. And not only is there the reason for falling together, it's so you build up that camaraderie yeah. because if you're going to walk into a dojo for the first time and some guy looks at you and goes, okay, you're going to practice them and you're going to do hip tosses. Yeah. And you don't know the guy. Yeah. Or the girl. Mm-hmm. There's that you know thing of it's an assumed rule that the goal is to do everything at the slowest speed possible to make it happen and as safely as possible. Yeah. And if something goes wrong, everything stops and we deal with that situation. Right. And so there's all these other ideas built into martial arts, whether it comes to respect. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Most dojos have a, when we start, we go through this tradition. Yeah. Where we thank people for coming, we bow in respect to them, yeah. we bow in respect to um, the master of the dojo, and then we also bow in respect to, you know, the whatever the dojo is in honor of. Right. Well, I, I, I think you, you, you brought up the point of the, the, the different philosophies, and I think the, the, each, each martial art definitely has their own philosophy like there's there's i i heard i mean i'm pretty sure this was an anime i heard from th- uh, this room but anime is a great fulcrum for a lot of different martial uh, martial arts philosophies but besides that there was uh someone who was stating on uh uh i you you uh or it was, it was, like it was like some uh altercation where someone was like if you are not strong, you should not be learning martial arts. Or if you are not strong, you should not be here in this dojo or whatever. And then, you know, one of the masters is like, well, martial arts was designed for the weak. It was designed so that people who are not able to, uh, who are not, you know, strong enough are able to take down people who are much, much bigger, much stronger, much more, you know, uh, no, like uh, experience in that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, that's like the, that's 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 why it's when a lot of a lot of places consider uh, call it self defense and, and and whatnot or it's like personal growth or like like I've seen I've been I've been to a, a like a a lot a lot of the signs on the on the side of like martial arts dojos is like you're not learning just learning uh, to defend or to uh, to defend or to fight you're not learning just to fight you're learning respect. You're learning uh, uh, um, uh, uh, discipline. You're learning uh, uh, consistency, consistency follow, through. follow through, teamwork, and you're learning how to defend yourself and defend the people that you uh, you care about and want to uh, want to mm-hmm. protect. You know what I mean? Like, and that's that's and then that and, and like, and, but it's a contrast. I mean, it's it's it goes into the the idea of like what Krav Maga and fucking Muay Thai or Capoeira is for is like that shit's designed to fucking you know break and I mean break and fucking kill people who are in, in, in impeding on you on a on a on a, on a, on a, on a wider basis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and like that's that's sort of like, but that's always where it comes from. It's like it was it was originally designed as a means of defense and and, and whatnot. So I, I want I want yeah. But kind of going one step on that is, I know we talk a lot about Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh yeah. And I feel like it's worth at least bringing up that 
when you watch each of the bending styles they have. It's a different martial art style. It's not only a different martial art, but it's also based around the philosophy of that martial yeah. art. Yeah. It's built yeah. into what the people were. So like the water tribe and why they have theirs, their philosophy is also built into what their tribe and how they act. Yeah. It's the reason why like, you know, Bossing Say and you have this entire, you know, the, the army is very like rigid and structured. And that's kind of what the martial art is. First, if you look at the one the Fire Nation has, which is much more aggressive, much more harsh, right. much more... You know, passionate, yeah. but also much more of like my way or the highway. Right. You know, right. we're gonna do it perfectly the first time, and you know, all the different times of Azula doing practicing the lightning thing. Yeah. And they're like, we have one hair that is off. Yeah. You know, all is built into the beliefs yeah. from that martial art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, taken to their extreme. Right. And that, I mean, that goes into the idea of the the art category of the martial part, because the martial part is, again, the self-defense, you know, and all that. But like the art, the art form of it is is increasing those 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 innate abilities to defend yourself. And I mean, not even just not not just uh, stylistic ways, but in like practical fucking because I mean, the function function a uh, function over fashion. Right. You know, I mean, that's 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 like where a lot of this shit comes from. I mean, the more. Uh, effective it is the better the the better it's gonna fucking be and i mean like like you you if you watch a a a movie a martial arts movie you know uh, you know what i mean as compared to like a fucking mar- an actual martial arts like real life fight completely fucking different right sure. you know what i mean because like i mean in a movie you have you have someone directing how this fight's gonna go how how this person's gonna uh, gonna yeah. be fighting and whatnot how how uh you're gonna be fucking like you know throwing him like 30 times before he comes back and just, like punches you the one time or whatever but in a fight it's it's interesting in, in an actual fight it's interesting to watch just like how kind of boring it is, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, but how simplistic the movements are in compared yeah. to like, you know, how if they're like making all flashy and shit like that. You know, you know it's the best way to describe that is um, a movie is more like a team sport. Yeah, where the team is putting on this thing for the judges. A production. Mm-hmm. A production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Production. It's production. Yeah. Um, versus when you're talking about like the MMA or yeah. a one-on-one um, fight with two people that are doing Aikido. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, match. A match. And it's like, okay, three points wins. Mm. We need to have those hits. Mm. And this is what scores a point. And it's much more th- slow, methodical. Right. Um, versus if you watch the same thing, but instead they have bow staffs. Yeah. Then there's an entirely different way they, they do it and they think about stuff. Yeah. Um, versus when you get into, like, watching... Um, uh, Shoot, fencing. Yeah. The um, um, uh, foils um, there. Yeah. And just how it looks so um, very controlled and very quick and snappy and all that information versus when you get into like these movies where they're trying to make it theatrical. Right. They're trying to make it there. And you can definitely tell the difference between like a true person who understands the martial art and what they're going for yeah. and how to make it, you know, there. One of the best things to listen to was Jackie Chan talk about how um, he does his shots. And mm-hmm. he talks about um, one thing in Western movies they do is when you go to punch, mm-hmm. they'll switch the camera angle and you see him go and about to make contact. The next shot is the after the contact. Right. Versus if you watch his, if you see the contact, thing moves and you can still see the contact mm-hmm. and then the reaction. Yeah. And so trying to give more context to the fight. Right. And there's a, you know, and there's a, you can see that, that difference where it makes it feel more real versus yeah. the tension that's built up with the, where it was like, 
the slow mo punch, punch happens, happens, even if it's in normal time. Yeah. Cutting out that frame of the fist actually connecting and jumping that one frame ahead where after the fist is connected, even though it's safer, mm. and it, there it loses a lot of tension in what they're trying to build. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you can definitely tell the difference in, like, old-school martial arts movies mm-hmm. and, like, you know, kind of, like, the newer shit where it's, like... I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some really sick new shit, but, I mean, like, old the old times, like... I mean, besides, like, the corniness and whatnot, I mean, they fucking fuck each other up. Um, But, yeah, so I, I have a question for you guys. Would you would you guys consider weapons weapons as a, uh, as a martial art? Or using using weapons as its yeah. own? Yeah, martial absolutely. Art? Like, most... Most styles of kung fu also include a uh, weapon style. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the I think in in, in this example, I think a, a really great time here is historically a clan that knows kung fu mm. has a job. Mm. Like maybe there's a bunch of shepherds, so they're used to fighting with a crook. If yeah. they need to, yeah, they've got this long pole yeah. with a hook on the end, and so that's what their weapon style is. Yeah, that's what their weapon style becomes. Maybe they didn't have iron abundantly ready, and so mm. they have like obsidian knives, some short blades, so yeah. they've got dagger styles. So a lot of that uh, factors into the martial art, but the the weapon was always. You know, once again, we're looking at a philosophy of like, okay, really, I just want to remain, uh, retain control of my flock, for example. Yeah. <laughs> but if worse comes to worse, I do have these daggers. If my yeah. if my bow staff skills and right. my nunchuck skills aren't enough, right. I could also hamstring you. Well, that's why a lot of like <laughs> we- weapons from ninjas are actually farmers' tools because yeah. a lot of ninjas were farmers. They exactly. They use nunchucks and sickles and shit like that. But and, and I mean that also goes into like like the 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 origin like 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 tampas and muay thai right like ta- they're they're extensions of the original art because mm-hmm. they they're they're enhancements of like the yeah. the elbows and the uh, the the forearms that uh, is used primarily in in, in in muay thai so like that's yeah it's, it's I mean yeah. also going on top of that there's what's called kali sticks yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. literally yeah. named after the martial art the martial arts named after them right and there's a lot of other ones where. They're literally, um, there's, uh, something soft sword is basically how it translates. And it's a the very specific sword, sword that they use. I don't, it's mm. a, it's a Chinese word I cannot say, gotcha. um, but translates into something soft sword. Um, mm-hmm. and that is literally what they call the sword as well. Mm. And so, yes, that's kind of expected. I mean, going into, when you talk about, uh, fencing. Yeah. When you talk about fencing, the first thing that comes ahead is the foil. Yeah. And it's a very specific style of sword that's used for that. And so taking away the weapons is taking away part of that right. art. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they, they, I mean, especially, like, considering, I mean, martial arts were invented fucking, well, I mean, that's, that's actually a good point, is, like, when, like, was the martial art, I mean, weapons must have been made before the martial art, right? Or do you think the martial art was made before the weapons? Like, I mean, I mean, define weapon, right? Right, like sword. Of, well, yeah, I mean, spear, spear, well, sharp rock. I mean, think yeah. about it. There, there's yeah. martial arts where part of the thing includes, like, sand tossing. Yeah. As right, part, yeah. There. Pocket it, sand, right. Not just pocket <laughs> sand. But, like, yeah. There. Right. So I think it's unfair to just be like, we get rid of the, we gotta get rid of the swords, because otherwise it's not a martial arts. Right, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, final question. If there is... 
fucking one martial art that any of you or that any martial art that you could possibly imagine that you can master, what would it be? Like, any like martial art? Yeah, any of them. Like I'm talking about straight up fucking like you can go to Hollywood and they'd be like, we need to make a movie off of you. Like shit, shit's fucking basically crazy. you're you're the greatest teacher of this martial art of all time. I mean, or at least just a yeah, well, at least one of the greats. You know what I mean? Like people like on the chair of like grandmaster. Yeah, on the chair yeah. of fucking. If there was a, a fucking martial art that you can master and just be a fucking ultimate king. I have an shit. answer already. What is it? Wing Chun. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Everybody Wing Chun tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I guess. Fair enough. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Wing Chun. Do you like you like you like the speed and the precision and the. Well, the thing about Wing Chun is it it really goes back to like. Like you touched on how it, it originally was taught to people to defend themselves. Wing yeah. Chun, uh, my understanding, I might be mistaken, uh, my understanding is that the original uh, master of Wing Chun was a woman who taught self-defense, yeah. and it was a form of defense and attack. Yeah. Every movement is defense and attack tied into one. Sick. So it's always redirecting an attack uh, to create an opening for your own attack, and every movement is that. Yeah. So that's what I would learn because I think other martial arts become um, easier with that sort of a mindset. If my intention at all times is to protect my body, yeah. Uh, with step two being to expose your body, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To me, that's a recipe for success. That's fair. That's um, fair. Because martial arts, my experience in martial arts is that it's also chess. Yeah. Um, yep. I might, you know, I might try and hip toss you four times with a really shitty hip toss mm. uh, to make sure that my fifth one works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and my fifth one is absolutely devastating as well to yeah. catch you off your guard. I will sacrifice my body four times. I will let you reverse me on the hip toss four times. So that I can get that fifth one. Yeah. To me, that's you that's know, thinking. That's like chun. fucking yeah. Big brain okay. shit. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, on satsuken. Uh, if you don't know, it is the martial arts style that Ryu and Ken use from Street Fighter. I will use that shit twenty four fucking seven. I will spin in place with my so not spin not Chun Li Chun Li style. Uh no, I don't want to kick a bunch. I want to throw a fucking fireball from my goddamn hands from across the screen. Not too. I guess I'm the sucker here. Um, first. Yeah, dumb bitch. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm a sucker for Salat. Gotta stick with the Filipino. Salat. All right. Salat. All right. What's 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 sick about Salat? What isn't? Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you've convinced me. I've changed my mind about everything. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly yeah. your answer of a non-answer is acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now what? Yeah, Just like sense. this podcast. Hey. Yeah, that's fair. That's, wait, wait. Okay, that's fine. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for joining us on this random rant we have generated for you. Uh, I have been your host, Big Titty Milk Milky Mommers, Mommy Milkers, Uh, and this has been the Milkettes. We uh, we hope to see you next time. Uh, We love you. Wear your mask. Stay safe. Are you tired of buttering your own bread? Are you tired of having to wash the knife? Are you tired of having to take a stick of butter in your bare hand and rub it against the bread to make a thin coat layer? If you are, we have the product for you. It's called Butter Stick. It's like chapstick, only butter. That's right. It's like stick of chapstick for your bread.
Butter Stick. Buy it at your local garage sale. Hello, and welcome to the Random Rant Generator. I'm Fat Milky Tits, and these are the Milky Milkettes. Today... <laughs> I object. <laughs> I wish to be by myself. Not <laughs> grouped up with another. With Can we have a new intro? You I have my be, own thing. You don't want to be with the heavy titty flow clan? Like, like Maybe he could be left titty. Left titty, right? Um, left give titty, us our right own titty. Name. Right, okay, fine. We got left titty and the correct titty. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you say erect titty? Alright, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. Big fat milky mama. Any mommy milkers. Anyway, uh what so so what what are we gonna be talking about today, Milkettes? You're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you say, you know, I don't like talking about these type of things, but bro, just because you make a joke at one point in time doesn't mean it's going to be funny the 80th time you tell it. (laughs) But if I'm still laughing, then I still find, then then I'm still going to make the joke. That's that's the joke. You got to make yourself laugh. That's the joke is that I'm making me laugh. Fuck all y'all. Big. Fuck all y'all fat mammary mammary mammies. Anyway, what? So, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Let's talk about milky tits. <laughs> Let's talk about titties. Let's talk about tits. All right. Wow. Thank you for <laughs> Annie over there. <laughs> no, it's it's a joke show. That's it's, it. It's, That's it's, to it's, the tune of "It's All About Life." Well, yeah, yeah, I want to talk all, about all musicals. Right, fair enough. Okay. Speaking of tune, let's talk about musicals. Mm. So, of course, we're going to start here. What is your favorite musical? Actually, let's go this way. What is your least favorite musical? Fuck, that's actually a hard one. Uh, because I haven't seen a huge amount of musicals. Um, I like, I'm going to say this, I like a lot of Terry, uh, Tyler Perry's like Broadway musicals because I've seen a bunch of them. But as those are also the ones that I've seen uh, seen the most of, like I've seen a couple others, like fucking Hairspray and Sweeney Todd, little little shop wars. But like, there's there's a couple that are a little bit lesser, mm-hmm. I guess. But I mean, they're still good, you know. Like some well, of them, some of them are just really depressing. But what I'm hearing is you've seen three and you like all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've seen three and a bunch of Tyler Perry uh, musicals. So I'm gonna, just gonna choose like a random Tyler Perry musical. Yeah. But it's still, they're all still good, so I can't, honestly, I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't complain too much. I've actually never seen a Broadway musical. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've seen, like, a musical at a high school, at a college, but yeah. nothing like right. Broadway. Pro- I've seen one in-person Broadway musical. It was, uh, it was on a cruise. It was Hairspring. It was fucking amazing. Wow. But I've seen, but like Tyler Perry has actual Broadway musicals. It, like you know, yeah, his all of his movies, right? Mm-hmm. Those are all come from Broadway musicals. That's how he got his start. And uh, so, right. like he he pretty much adapts like musicals and like to different and, and like into into movies. And that's that's like that's where um uh, I can I, or is it uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman comes yeah. from? There's like story elements from different uh, uh from musicals. And the musicals are yeah the 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 the, the musical shows. Way more emotional than the movies. The movies are pretty good, but the, the actual, the, but the musicals themselves, they fucking, they, they, they'll, they'll get you in the grits. Like they, they can, they can, they can, they can, they can, they can my grandparents have like all of them, so I've seen a bunch wow. of them. 
I'd recommend I'd recommend watching a few of those. If you what know. which uh what would you what what's a Tyler Perry Broadway that you would recommend highly? Uh, I mean Diary of a Mad Black Woman actually isn't too bad. I know there's another there's one that that's pretty. Oh uh, uh there's there's one I'm pretty sure it's Meet the uh, Meet the Browns or whatever. Okay. Um, I think that one if it's it might be a it might be his TV show though. But anything with uh, uh Mr. Brown in it is is fucking hilarious because he's a goddamn goober. Right. Um, but yeah, oh, I'll have to look. Actually, let me, how, how about I look at my? You guys, you guys choose what's 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 uh, what's your guys' favorite. So I'm movie? supposed to say my least favorite. Yes. Well, least favorite. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Dang. Yeah, I'm I'm just really not that. Uh, it feels like name calling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm unclear. Uh, yeah, I like I, I like musicals as an idea so like mm. it's hard for me to dislike one you know okay i think that's fair. i think if i were to dislike any musical it would be uh, um the uh help me out here when they mm. take a broadway and try to film it yeah i have a hard time with like this straight crossover where mm-hmm. it's like it's literally them on a stage, and we've filmed it, and now it's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know the term for that, but yeah, yeah. That, that, that's mm. a fair... I'm like, look, that's... if you're going to make a movie, then you may as well use the use movie magic. Yeah. yeah. You've got to do it in ten takes, raw, get the song shit. right. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to- yeah. Totally agree with you on that. Uh, uh, two, two that I would recommend was Meet the Browns. Meet the Browns is, is one of the musicals. And Family Reunion. Family Reunion is pretty good. That one's actually pretty depressing sometimes, but it's also really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got some bangers. Not gonna lie. He also has like 45,000 of these motherfuckers, so you'll probably find one that's good, but those are two, those are two that I, that I enjoyed. Meet the Browns is pretty, yeah, pretty funny. Cool. But yeah, yeah, I, I feel you there, because I mean, there's so, I mean, there's, there's, yeah, when, like, it's like, it's it's almost like watching, like, the Blair Witch Project, but everyone's dancing and shit like that, uh-huh. and it's like all grainy and shit like yeah. that, yeah. 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 I feel okay. Yeah. Yep, I want, like, a full production movie if it's going to be a movie, right. or I'm there for the live, in which case, I don't care, I'll go see a high school, I'll go see a Broadway, I'll yeah. go see whoever, yeah. I'm not there for, like, the key to be exactly the pitch has got to be perfect. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, there is there is also a musical theater in the uh, Lakewood Transit Center. Um, I haven't actually. It's really? it's yeah. It's like the Broadway or some shit. Not the Broadway. It's, I don't look know. it up later. Yeah. Um, it's it's right next. It's it's right next to like GameStop and shit like that. They have like the Nutcracker and one. I, I'm pretty sure it's closed right now. It's probably but, it's probably just this uh, small civic community theater. Yeah. Yeah. It it's is. community theater. So for me, um, one of my favorite musicals growing up is uh, called Good White on the Christmas. Roof. Oh, never Sorry, what? It's called what? White Christmas. Okay. Um, however, I found out later that there's actually one that's before it called Holiday Inn. Mm. And even though it's basically the same storyline, even though it's basically the same characters, I just can't stand it. It's, <laughs> it's mm. just, it's not for me. Um, it doesn't hit you the right way. It was harsh to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, it stars Bing Crosby, so how could I complain? Um, but I just... The two girls who play the sisters aren't as interesting to watch um, mm. compared to the there. So, like, that's probably where I come from. It's just there's a better version of it mm-hmm. in almost every single way. Yeah. Um, there. Yeah. So... That's next, almost exactly like uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Eyes Over Heaven, the video game. 
I mean, there's better games like arena games, and 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 this, and there's better JoJo stories, but. How do we get to JoJo's from here? I feel like <laughs> Everybody, please mark on your bingo card. JoJo Bizarre Adventure. Hey, let me let me go out and, uh, and put it so, out there. The JoJo's Bizarre Adventure's best musical of all time. Anyway, go on. <laughs> and yeah, so what, is that your favorite? Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Mm. I think I've seen White Christmas. Yeah, I probably have it on almost mm. every single time. I've only um, heard of Black Christmas, and that's the. Uh, that's the one where Kane is a serial killer who kill only kills on Christmas. Or he's Santa Claus and he kills on Christmas. Either way, it's a killer who kills on Christmas. Okay. Also, so we're talking about musicals. What's your favorite? Uh, Demon Barber of Barber of fucking Tween, DeVille. Sweeney Todd. Todd. Yeah, Sweeney okay. Todd is my fucking Fleet favorite. Street. That's my fucking shit, bro. But go on, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I know there's some people who who would you know really be upset, but I really like uh, the Hugh Jackman version of Late Nights. Oh really? Yeah. Is that, okay. is that your favorite? I think it's gonna be. I think we're gonna put it as favorite. Okay, right that, now, yeah. fair enough. That's fine. Hey, there's a lot of people who like that movie, and a lot of you know people hate on it because. Okay, uh, Eric. <laughs> huh? My favorite musical is. Oh, uh, Fiddler on the Roof. That is, yep. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I don't normally have three days to watch it, but you know. <laughs> it is the longest movie ever. It is not at all the longest movie ever. No, but it's the longest fucking thing. It's longer than anything needs to be. It, I mean, it's about no the same length as um, The Godfather Part 2. It takes for me to... What? <laughs> uh, another movie I've never seen. Godfather 2? Yes. Or okay. All right. Oh, wait. Okay. That's yeah. So with that being, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that being no, said, no, it's fine. It's amazing, by the way. Um, Both. Why <laughs> do you? What makes you like a musical, and what makes you dislike the musical? So, what's the good and the bad in musicals? Uh, uh well, do you, 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 well, I can. I, I'll say, I like with anything with any type of medium. I love originality and what like the things that make something unique. If it's something I haven't seen before, and it is also like very well done. I'll find it way more way more uh, interesting than like something that's given like rave reviews or like you know is the highest quality or has like a huge budget or, or whatever. Um, where like and and like the only reason again the only reason I would put uh, like maybe a random Tyler Perry mo- uh, uh, play on like you know my quote unquote least favorite is because one he's got like again four hundred of these fucking things so some of them are gonna be like not as good as the others but I mean there's also like. There's, there's, they're, they're real story. I mean, well, they're, they're, they're real, they're, they're true to life story. They're nonfiction stories. Sure. And sometimes that's just way too fucking depressing for me. So a fucking random dude just going on a serial killing spree and putting them in meat pies and shit like that is fucking fascinating. And the fact they put it to a musical is also hilarious to me. So yeah, it's like, it's something, yeah. If there was like, oh, I take it fucking back. Fuck Sweeney Todd. Repo the genetic opera. That is my shit. That is my game. That is one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. Repo the Genetic Opera. Anyone seen it? It's a fucking rock opera. Every single one of these motherfuckers. It's a hit. It's 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 about people who repossess organs after they aren't able to pay for their organs. You know what I mean? Like it's like imagine cyberpunk, but people are able to fucking like 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 all the scavengers in, in, in cyberpunk are paid to take people apart if they can't pay their fucking uh, uh, products back. Oh my God. And it is fucking wild. It is wow. so good. The fucking the chick from um uh Spy Kids is in it. 
Um, the uh, Selena. It's not Selena Gomez. Um, I don't. I don't remember. But it the, is the mother from Spy Kids. That lady. No, no, no. no the dog. The, the, the girl. The girl. Oh, the girl. Kids. Yeah. Also has Paris Hilton. Yes, and her face falls off. It's fucking crazy. Like yeah. it's so. I've and seen this movie like also Joan times. Jett. I don't know who that is. But Ogre is. You know it? Joan Jett? I don't know the name. She's um the lead Ooh. singer for the Jets. Oh, is she the? Oh, she's probably the chick with the she's eyes. She's um with um uh in the reputation. Movie. What? Uh, the song um. Well, I don't know. Give me a second. I'll, I'll... We need. I've seen this movie like four hundred times in a row. All right, we need to see this shit. I need to show you guys this fucking masterpiece of a thrill ride. And again, it's a genetic. It's it's a. It's called Repo the Genetic Opera. It is. It is literally a rock opera, and everything. Every single one I of like the music. Sound of a rock opera. Ooh, man. And Ogre, Ogre, Ogre is like this like heavy black black metal uh, uh, artist from Germany or some shit. He fucking goes hard in the songs. I apologize. So. Oh no, so it's bad reputation. Bad Reputation? Yeah. Joan Jett. Joan Jett. Oh, yeah. That's that's the song I was trying to get to. Right, gotcha. So your homework is to listen to some Joan Jett. Joan Jett? Yeah, 400 times in a row without stopping. I can can try. We want a 10-page paper on how how it affects you and your your well-being. And secondly, you need to find a copy of that movie so we can then borrow it and watch it. I'm going to. I will get Joan for me, when it comes to musicals, it's about the music and doesn't make sense to the story. Because mm. often where there's some really good songs, but they just are like thrown in there, mm-hmm. because they're good songs, they don't really build to the story. And that's kind of one thing that Fiddle on the Roof, I think, does really well, Yeah, is that every song has its place, the tonality of the song, who's singing it, what they're singing about, all builds to like what makes part of this thing make sense as a whole Story. So so it's it's like everything means yeah. something instead of I mean, it just being a random... So it's like a Sgt. Pepper's uh, Lonely Hearts Club band. Mm. It's a uh, musical that stars the Bee Gees, only doing Beatles songs. Yeah. Um, and in that movie, there's almost no actual talking. The narrator narrates a little bit, yeah. but for the majority of it, it's all done through songs. Mm-hmm. And so, like, so you get the entire. I just want to make sure I'm understanding. You get the entire story through song. Ninety-five percent. Sure. Yeah. And then there's there's narrator, error, yeah, the narrator but, yeah. like transitions things like, oh, they're going here for this reason, um, but it's the songs, what's shown on screen. That's what tells the entire story. Yeah. To um, me, that's what makes a good musical. Yeah. 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 You know, versus um, when you're talking about other musicals that. There's songs in there that are really good, but they're not really building it. Um, or the song's style just doesn't fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so a musical I, I'm not a big fan on is Blues Brothers 2000. I haven't seen it, but I did um, hear some terrible things. So it, it's got some good music, mm-hmm. but it's basically redoing what they did on the first one and then trying to add in new styles that don't really make sense with them being a blues band. Yeah. Um, in the first one, they did um, a huge country set they did, but doing like um, uh, old dirty country um, there. So a lot of um, old stuff from Johnny Cash and that type of thing, more of like um, outlaw country is another way that, that they would describe it, mm-hmm. which does have its, you know, it's... That's um, bluesy, but... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It has but, its, its thing in the blues, but they stuck away from that and they did mostly just blues songs or they brought in people who did other styles 
there. Like Aretha Franklin sings um, Respect. Hmm. Um, Which, like, I could see R&B. Yeah, R&B. stands for blues. Yep. And, like, in that one, they did a really good job of who they picked there. The second one was much more of, like, well, what are big names we can throw in here mm-hmm. for the money? Um, yeah, commercialized. Similarly to my feelings towards um, Little Pet Shop. Yeah. The music doesn't always line up with what's going on. I, I, I think there's some charm into having something that's sort of whimsical and it's like just like fucking because I mean I, I don't honestly I don't remember literally like I, I saw I saw Little Shop of Horrors when I was fucking way younger like maybe like 10 mm-hmm, or 11 mm-hmm. but I don't remember it being a musical as much as I remember it being just a weird fun movie it's like my uncle one of my my uncles like one of his favorite movies mm-hmm. of all fucking time but I always remembered it being entertaining but I never remembered any of the music or anything like that. So I yeah. So I would say the the thing that strikes me about like Blues Brothers two versus yeah. uh, Little Shop of Horrors is Little Shop of Horrors is very whimsy. Yeah. It's very like this is fucked up. This is surrealism. Right. And so I could see some whimsy where it's like, this is part of the roller coaster. We're right. going to do a loop-de-loop right here. We're going to experience some weird reality for a second. But then when I think about Blues Brothers bringing on, like, a big name, yeah. to me that's just, like, pure marketing. It's just yeah. like, we're doing a thing. We're going to blow up a car because we can blow up a car. Our budget has room for a car explosion. Yeah. And Did you know statistics that show. Brothers- yeah. Uh, held the Games Paper record for the most cars blown up yeah, right. until Blues Brothers 2 that broke it. That's fucking hilarious, honestly. That's, that's I literally so brought I that out of my ass. I was just saying something. Yeah, I was just I've never speaking seen words. Right? Yeah, I was just saying yeah. too. Like, wow. What you're saying is, what I look for in a musical is how it builds the story and how it adds to the story. How, how the actual you know, genre uh, like works with Very rarely do I watch a musical and be like, I just hated the entire thing. Normally it's the music didn't put me into it, so why the hell did they have the music? Right, yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of people give, um, like, Phantom of the Opera is a really good example of yeah. where there are a lot of songs that fit beautifully into it, and there's a few that you're like, why? Why did you put that in there? Like, yeah. That pulled me out of this entire atmosphere you've been building all the way up yeah. there. Um, yeah. Then you get more, like, the whimsical and fun ones like My Fair Lady. Yeah. Where... Mm-hmm. I give it. A, I'd say that one I probably give a little more to because all of them don't line up with the world, and they're kind mm. of just trying to build this awkward relationship. The, yeah, the, through I think, there, I think like the way to go about it is like one. One is like why not make it a musical, while the other one is like this has to be a musical. Like yeah. I think that's like the two approaches for like those kinds of movies. Like if you if you do something that's really fun and wild, mm-hmm. then you just might as well make it a fucking musical. But yeah. like like the Goofy movie. Might as well be a musical. Oh, I mean, it's a Disney movie also, but yeah, might as well make it a fucking musical. And it's amazing. By the way, holy shit, the Goofy movie, one of the best fucking movies from the goddamn 90s. Fucking uh, Eye to Eye, banger, banger. Finally see each other's life and maybe that's the movie. Anyway. Be careful, we don't want to get demonetized. Right. Well, it was less than three seconds. <laughs> yeah. um, but yes, that is also an amazing musical. I put that shit number. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not number so one. It, so. it goes in there and it really shows. Like for me, it's that. How does it add to the story? Um, take like the producers. Great funny movie. I don't think it needed to be a musical. I don't think the musical things really added much to the movie as a whole. 
For the producers? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory needs the music. Yes. Um, Fuck. When, that is, yeah. When yeah. they're going through the tunnel and he's singing and he has all that, it, the music was... Perfect. <laughs> There's no earthly way. Yes. That is the craziest scare. Like, that, that shit is a horror movie. And it turns the entire movie into a horror film, all right? Yeah. It's great. Oh, yeah, my favorite yeah. part of that part is somebody in the background goes, he's singing. <laughs> 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 to me, like, like you're yeah. saying, Joel, it's like, to me, that song had to be there. Yeah. Because it was just like, Fucked up all of a sudden, and he right. was singing, and they just like it, it shows out, how crazy like, this motherfucker is. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the movie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, but like, if it wasn't Wait, a musical, uh, oh, yeah, if it wasn't yeah. a musical, I wouldn't watch it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's the music that makes me want to watch. Well, the movie. yeah, and that's, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that yeah. is that is one of those that has to be a musical because, like, again, like you were saying, the music, the music itself is also like I, I've got a client. We listen to the fucking. Uh, Willy Wonka soundtrack, uh, like every time, every time we're, we're, we're working together. Uh, I'm a prostitute. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, a little bit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You. Well, hold up. You told me I have to call you a sex worker. How come you, how come you get to call yourself a prostitute? Uh, if we only use that word, okay? We are the only ones who can use. Use, 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 pot, show. Calm down, call girl. <laughs> call man, damn it! <laughs> Never mind. But you get the fucking meaning. Like, the, the, the songs are bangers. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, like, a, a big thing, and I think this ties in with what you're saying, Joel, is for, for me, the songs um, have to be... Um, Catchy? No, mm-hmm. I mean, sure, catchy, but right. I think catchy goes hand in hand with being good. I think sure. the songs really need to be like the bones of it. Yeah, like, there has to have a good skeleton. There has to be songs that make a story in and of themselves, and then there's like short acting pieces in between right. Right. to fill in the bridge, you know. So, and, so it's yeah. like the movies built around the music, as opposed to the music being made. Right. To fill, yeah, in, I mean, for the it's mo- like, fill in the blanks for the movie. It's like, so you have a, what makes a movie move from a movie into a musical. Yeah. And it's like most of the Disney films, they aren't really musicals because the music is not what drives the story. It's more it's like more an addition. Of, yes. The yeah. ambulance in the gotcha, background. Gotcha, gotcha. It's like, okay, we have a bar scene and there's a band playing on stage. It's yeah. now a musical. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> right. You know what? It's just an action movie there. I don't care if Bruce Willis has a hockey stick. I'm going to tell you. Pool's cue. I don't Maybe know not. what the fuck any of that means. Oh, 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 we got a video of... <laughs> did you know Bruce Willis tried to be a pop singer? I know. He used to be... He tried to be a jazz singer as well, and that was also bad. But yeah, no, but I... And I'm, Speaking to, to, of jazz, Chicago. Put, I mean... Right. <laughs> yeah, no. But, but to put even more emphasis on how amazing the Goofy movie is, it also it does use the music as to build its story. And also, there's more to... Like, there's... there's I think there's a difference... There's a difference between... <laughs> there's a difference... Shut up! No, no, there's just, no. you're right. I uh, no, no, can't no, argue no, with you. There's no, 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 no
There's a difference between uh, 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 something to like move the story along and and something to put more depth into the character mm-hmm. or, 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 or into the scene or that moment. You know what I mean? And one thing that the Goofy movie does there's a there's a um, a whole musical about how Goofy is trying to get Max to appreciate like their father and son bond and whatnot. And it's like him being being like you know singing this like you know it's like this janky ass country song. That tries to that that basically is made like it's 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 fun for Goofy, but it's completely embarrassing to match uh, to Max, which emphasizes their relationship at that point in time. And it's it's a good song, and it goes to show like and again it's, it puts emphasis on how much Goofy wants to re- relate to his kid. Mm-hmm. But it also like with the with the animation itself, it shows you he's uncomfortable. He doesn't want to do this field trip or whatever. He doesn't want to go through all this, and that that sort of like. Puts more emotional impact in uh, in the scene and the yeah. overall movie. You know what I mean? I think yeah. yeah. I think there's there's some depth that you can I use. Think, yeah, I think yeah. that's a great point that like that song and that instance doesn't fit with the movie and that's on purpose. Right. Every every other thing in that movie is like this goofy. It's like super like '90s like yeah. uh, forward like electric sort of pop. Right. Um. But then there's like this one country song, and it's yeah. there to juxtapose all of this discomfort that is present. Exactly. So yeah. I yeah. think all the songs have to fill that sort of a role. Right. Yeah. And but the thing is, it has the purpose in the song. I'm sorry, in the movie, and it drives it. Right. Other ones are like it's just there. It's the why you watch Grease, but you don't watch Grease too. <laughs> I love Grease. I didn't even fucking think of saying Grease. Damn it! I keep. I I I've probably seen like a thousand. So, I just can't remember. So anything. the other thing I really want to talk about is we mostly just talked about movies, right? But like Broadway plays, yeah. And or like so you asked the question: Has anyone ever seen a Broadway? Yeah. Um, I've gone it. to one where the Broadway cast came to us for Wicked. Hmm. Cool. Um, I've also done a few productions of different uh, musicals, including Oliver. Oh, you were in a musical. I did tech for it. Nice. Alright, you're in the musical, right? Gotcha. <laughs> that wasn't all. I hide behind technology. <laughs> you guys don't know me. Oliver. You were all Oliver. What a twist. <laughs> hey. hey! But like, it's a me. So here's the thing like, going back to um, uh, holiday, holiday Christmas? Mm-hmm. Black Christmas? No, um, holiday, holiday, holiday Inn. Yeah. There we go. I don't like the movie. Yeah. The, but you like the Broadway. the Broadway play is actually really good, yeah, because it cuts out a lot of the extra things the movie added in mm-hmm. that yeah. weren't needed, and what made it much closer to White Christmas, which came out later. I understand, and yeah. I like this the, the other one better. Yeah, um, but there's a lot of why Broadway is so amazing. Yeah, um, I've seen a play um, in the district. Uh, Basically Broadway, but in London, yeah. where we watched Mousetrap, uh, specifically the Mousetrap Theater that's had Mousetrap playing there since the 1930s. Oh, like, really? Wow. Yeah, it's 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 like, one of Agatha Christie's play, The Mousetrap. Is the movie um, based on that play? It's based on the book. Oh fuck! I so didn't know Agatha Jesus. Christie wrote a Mousetrap. Yeah. Turned into a play, but it's not a musical. There's a play for fucking everything, huh? There's even a play called The Play's the Thing. That's wild. And there's also probably a play for the thing. But that's 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 a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like the I don't know how that we works. talked about earlier with 
if you're going to do it, get it right the first time. Mm. Broadway has this little bit of like, you can make mistakes, but that's what makes it, you you know, mm-hmm. that's what makes yeah. that performance that performance. Right. The one time where you're just slightly off on your line or you end up just six feet left of your cue point mm-hmm. and you have those moments of like, okay, we've, we dropped something, but how are we going to get this all back together Doodling and keep improv. moving to the point where the audience doesn't realize yeah. that this little thing happened. Yeah. We lose we lose a small prop. And now I have to be delayed getting out there because it took me a little longer to grab my prop. Or right. the costume ripped while we're doing this. How are we going to fix that while we keep going? Because, right. you know, the show must go on. Yeah. And I feel like that is something that's so overlooked with just how easy it is to see these things there. Like every movie we're talking about, I can't say every, but most of them start off as Broadway plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because they were popular on Broadway... They try to give them an opportunity for others to have it that aren't with Broadway. Mm. And I don't know exactly where I'm going with that. But mm. and it just it gives that the thing that's for the high class more people the opportunity to experience this other type of genre and this other way of making stories come to life. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is unique in a couple of ways. I, I, I will also I, I will mention I, I thinking about it uh, when I mentioned Tyler Perry uh, Perry plays I think those are more plays with music instead of like musicals I, okay. that might be like a better character uh, characterization of them because the story you can you can watch the story without the music you know what I mean like the music I don't think it adds I, I think it's more I, I think it's uh, uh, punctuation, more, maybe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But it's mm-hmm. still they're still really good like plays in general, and they they're also really good singers. Every single one of them is like a, an opera singer or has some kind of classically trained sure, cool. musical talents. You know what I mean? So might be interesting in that in those regards. I feel like if we're talking about musicals, one thing we have to bring up is the first musical. Isn't that before? like made in like fucking ancient Greece or some shit? 1924? Never mind. That's the first actor. Question mark, question mark. While well, he looks it up on his phone, stalling for time, talking like this. Yeah, I mean, I, I think of, you know, when I think 1929. Like, hmm. What was it called? The Jazz Singer. The jazz. It's also oh, the first yeah. ever one that was a not a silent picture. Yeah, it was black and white. Yeah, it I was. Well, I feel like these things need to be brought up because it becomes something that's very common in the th- in musicals for the first 20 or so years, yeah. which is that they take songs that are traditionally played in the South, yeah. that are traditionally played... Song um, we're not going that far. <laughs> but, Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they whitewash them yeah. by using blackface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... There is a lot of big stars that got their start mm. with using that. Yeah. And it's something that has to at least be addressed. Yeah. About the jazz singer, it's a very interesting story. Yeah. It's the first one that really uses music to help build upon it and trying to make it move from a silent media to this entire thing of using spoken word. And so that only, was the first one, just to be clear, that was the first one that was made into a film, is what I'm hearing, right? Like, maybe there were, like, plays that were musicals, but this was... So this is the, yeah, so this first, is the first movie, film. this is the first film that had, um, because traditionally, there, 
you'd have somebody who played a piano next to there in order to build ambiance on the silent film. Sure, yeah. This is the first one that's what's called a talking picture. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. the only parts that were talking that weren't like the slide things of blah, 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 this is what's going on. Someone will open their mouth and talk, and then you'll have a, po- you know, your little card that says, okay. here's what they said. Yeah. Um, mm. That would still happen, but when they went to the main actor singing his songs, mm. he actually sang. Wow. And it was mm. recorded onto that. And that's what started the craze of the movies. Cool. Uh, a couple of couple of quick uh, fun facts that I found uh, looking googling the first musical of all time. The Black Crook is uh, the first original theater piece in English that. Can, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. The first theater piece that conforms to a modern concept conception of a musical is generally considered to be the Black Crook, which premiered in New York on September 12th, 1866. The longest-running musical in the world is Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Les Marbles. It's um, French. Les Miserables. Les Miserables. You can say Les Mis like most people. <laughs> well, yeah. Les Mis. That's that's what I'm gonna go for. And the most watched musical is The Lion King. A fucking course it is. With 8.2 billion dollars worldwide. Worldwide. Look, I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. Either one of you know what. They're saying in that. I heard it. I just don't remember it. It's yeah. literally in, I think it's Swahili. It's, there's a lion. Look, there's a lion. That is. Sure. It's a lion. Hey, sure. there's a lion. Hey, hey, there's a lion. I mean, have you heard Justin Bieber's top hit? Baby, 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 ah! I mean, we didn't need to, we could, we could have just delivered like, baby, 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 oh, baby, baby, oh, baby, baby, oh. baby, baby, oh. baby, yeah. Yeah. At least Tootsie Roll is, like, catchy, you know? Yeah, get me off the phone, let me see you, Tootsie Roll! Hey, Tootsie Roll! Tootsie Roll! Nothing? All right. Okay, so, lightning round. Yeah? Any musicals you wish people to see? Repo the Genetic Fucking Opera. All of us are going to uh, watch it. I'm buying that shit at Target tonight. Repo the Genetic Opera? Yes. Wow. It's so good. Are there any other rock operas out there that you that's, come to mind when you think of rock operas? That's the only one that I've actually seen. Uh, like it's a, that's there's, there's a few. I, I mean, technically, Little Shop of Horrors is technically a rock opera. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And there's another one with... Um, I can't so think. So, I'm going to throw out two uh, that definitely are worth watching. HMS Pinafore and Pirates of Penzance. Mm. Um, beyond what we've already talked about, Tracy, is there any other ones that are worth, like, you should grab and do something with? There's one that I'm thinking of um, that is... Uh, oh, man, I, I'm, like, really upset that I can't think of it. Um, should we just end it right here? Yeah, on? we can just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you sticking around for this first half, please, or second half, or whatever the fuck we put it on. I don't know anymore. Hey, you're the one who puts them up, so you're not your fault. I will find out when when it, when it happens. Anyway, uh, please appreciate this moment of silence from our sponsors. <laughs>